We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. The only video game podcast on the internet that asks you, are you gaming? I think, mine's always a little bit more energetic. Yeah, you're... It's you're supposed to be y'all here, gaming, bro. but I'm, I'm, I'm way up there. Welcome yeah. to the show. Bro, we are here to like talk a, about stuff. He's like the dad kicking your door down instead of saying, are you winning something? He's like, you better fucking... <laughs> like... <laughs> could you calm down, dad? It's a one-player game. Like White parents don't knock. I'm just bursting right in, kicking the door down. I mean, that that's a universal parent thing. We're, honestly, black parents don't have to knock because we're not allowed to lock our door. So, you know, anyway. Oh, you didn't uh, get to do that either? Dude, I, I, had nope. to be, I had to be, I was 19 years old in college uh, living with my dad. And uh, Mal and I were together. And my they wouldn't let me close my door. I was humiliated. I'm like, I'm a grown man. What do you mean? We've been together for years. Why can't... <laughs> Parents just don't understand, man. Parents just, you know what? Aaron, Nick Car- Aaron Carter was on some shit, bro. Like he knew, he knew. Parents really don't be understanding, so that's why, you know. And honestly, you're about to get me be there, you know. You're. I'm about to not understand. You're, true. You're not. You're, you're losing yourself, your sense of understanding as she grows older. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Yep. I don't know why she does the things she does, but I do know 
that there are some games y'all should be playing, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, TK's got something. My game is something that came out last year, but I'm only just playing now, which I really like. I think I'm about... I played it too. So, yeah, I knew uh, you did. Can, I, I yeah, remember you playing yeah. it. I played it like halfway through now, and I'm really digging it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it, but let's start with your game, which I think is uh, Phoenix Rising, correct? Yep, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Now, see, the thing about Immortals Phoenix Rising is, of course, it is another Breath of the Wild-like, and weirdly enough, I don't know what it is like w with people in like Breath of the Wild and thinking that because a game is like Breath of the Wild that they now can't play it. That makes no fucking sense to me, and I've been kind of like annoyed about this for a while. Uh, Same again. If you right? really like Breath of the Wild, right? You know, you really like that game. So, sick. Like, you know, you like whatever you like about it, all that other good stuff. If you like that, why would you not want to start, like experience more games like that? Breath of the Wild came out in 2017. Okay. It is three whole years after, about to be four, and you're still like, well, I can't really play this game because it's like Breath of the Wild. What kind of loyalty is this? <laughs> like, it's the weirdest loyalty I've ever seen, bro. It's just like, it's it, the game genre is right where you want to be and uh and yet because it's not zelda it's like oh i can't do it and it's weird to me because i think that it depends on what the, the franchise is uh is what makes a breath of the wild like so good so like i think that because it's zelda that's why everyone loves breath of the wild not because of actual breath of the wild because i think if you take that game and can, again compare it to some of the other uh um open world games it it is lacking in some departments but because of zelda and storylines and and you know trying to figure out what happened 100 years ago and continuing the story like there's a lot of hype that that was built up to that game before it even happened so uh when it comes to mortals phoenix rising uh i have my pros and cons on it i'm going to do a video about it fully right now my big pros are the greek mythology setting is dope i love greek mythology mm -hmm. uh uh the combat is really nice but the cons are they're kind of superficial but that game looks like a, a ps3 game like i don't yeah like, yeah i just every time i'm playing like a lot of the animations are kind of stiff when you're like running like they the the main character doesn't have like a um like a a transition uh animation it's just like you go from here to here like that's like it, it just it feels like i'm almost playing game and watch you know what i'm saying so like that always kind of kills me uh, but so far, like, the game has been very enjoyable. Uh, it does have that Ubisoft. It might have that Ubisoft problem of being entirely too long and giving you too much stuff to do. Uh, but the stuff that you do do is pretty enjoyable. Like, there's a lot of comparisons to the Breath of the Wild. You have stamina. You have climbing. You have shrines, uh, which are called, some, uh, think, something of uh, layers they're of shrines, or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, they're shrines because you have to go <laughs> through them. And then you get uh, a Zeus coin, which is the same thing as a Sheikah coin. And then you can use that to gain more stamina. Thus, the same thing that you can do with the Sheikah coin things uh, is gain more stamina. I think hearts, too. And then they have Magnesis power, which is the Her Heracles power or something like that. Uh, and other than that, like, that's pretty much where the the, the comparisons uh, end. The story of that game is that you're Phoenix Rising, or you're Phoenix, and you're trying to, like, free four of the gods. And then you kind of learn stuff about the gods. Prometheus and Zeus are, like, the narrators for, like, com comedic relief. Uh, it, it teeters the line of being funny. And corny, but also self-aware. So it really depends on what your take is on like that type of stuff. I think it's pretty mm -hmm. funny, but I know that some people are probably like, "Oh, this is corny." Um, and then, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, but overall, like, it's to me, I think that game is like one of those where, like, if you don't play it this year, you probably just won't play it. I'm playing it now because it's, it, you know, it came out. It's fresh. It's new. It's fun. But you know, 
next month or you know honestly yeah honestly next month the next in a few weeks you already know what everybody's gonna be playing cyberpunk baby like not even even yeah. if i'm not playing cyberpunk that's where everybody's gonna be watching so it's just this to me this is the perfect pastime or pastime to the bit next big game out of 10 like that's what that's what that game is to me uh but i am having fun the combat's super dope you know learning new monster stuff getting new powers all that's really fun uh the map in itself looks really good I know I said that it looks like the PS3 game, but most of the PS3 look comes from the, like, main character. So, like, your character, Hermes, Aphrodite, all of them look like, they look like Fortnite characters. And, like, mm. Fortnite's not really a, a graphically high, you know, a high graphic game if we're talking about, like, the base model Fortnite character. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would have wanted it to be a little, like, more serious than that, though, because I feel like it would have taken away from, like, what seems to be a very, like, silly storyline game like if it looked like god of war and they were saying all these silly lines i'd be like this is weird but it looks silly and so it fits into the narrative of the silly lines uh so yeah i the game's just, cool uh, you know yeah. when i when i look at ubisoft it's like okay you made a breath of the wild type game which is sort of mm -hmm. derivative mm -hmm. and then i know that this has been development for a while but you made the the whole greek god thing and hades just well, Hades has actually been an early release for a while. I just, I can't look at it, and then obviously they're just doing the Ubisoft thing of just like, I just, I can't, it's weird to me how stuck to the formula Ubisoft feels. And yes. I feel like all those games are, so like everybody has their Ubisoft game that they're like, yeah, I know this sucks, but I'm gonna, like mine is Far Cry. I played through ours, all the well, Far Cry. Ours is Far Cry, to be yeah, honest. You, yeah, so, and, yeah, and we know it's not good. Like, <laughs> like you know it's not good, but... This is basically becoming a Ubisoft hate podcast because I feel like we talk about this every week. But it, Collectathons. It, they have to do something new. But they're good, though. Like, people will buy them because you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? No other... It's the, You know what it is? No other studio sticks this close to the script. Like, other studios will try different things and, like, try well, to change up the formula. Well, well to think about it, you got to think about, like, they did try something new with that uh, Hyperscape game. It just flopped immediately and oh, I, I don't know if yeah i don't I know if it. hyperscape was bad or if it just came out at a bad time because i the the few days that i played it it was actually really fun i just i wasn't really into i didn't really feel like playing um you know a br at the time like i'm i'm, I'm kind of off of br saturated like, I played fortnite for years uh i like apex legends and i barely play that 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 much but if i am going to play br i'm going to play something i know which would be apex legends i still have hyperscape yeah. installed i just I don't know, something about it just didn't catch on like the rest of them. So they did, they have tried at least one thing new. It just didn't pan out well for them. So they were like, well, back to square one. They've actually, like, they've tried different stuff before. If you remember back in the day, um, they had like a whole indies games or an indie games like division, I think. And it was like, whatever the, um, that war game was, something Heart, Valiant Hearts, I think, and, and Child of Light and stuff like that. Like, they were coming out with some really interesting indie games, but I feel like they bombed, and they were like, okay, screw it. Uh, you Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, this is what you get. And now even the indie games, like Phoenix Rising, even these are, they feel a little bit more derivative. Um, yeah. I, I'm... I'm. I want that roller superstars or whatever that game we played. I, we need I that want, bad. Please put that out now. Like, I save your company. I. I feel like. Didn't we play that at E3 last year, like 2019? I. I didn't remember playing it before we played it on stream that one time. Yeah, but wasn't that so. last year? 
Yeah, that was definitely last year. Oh my god. So yeah, now I'm looking at their games right now. Like for 2020, like just I typed in 2020 Ubisoft games. Assassin's Creed collected on Watchdog. Uh, some collectathon, collectathon, but it's definitely a collectathon. Uh, Immortals collectathon, Hyperscape that was a BR. Uh, they got Just Dance, uh, Tom Clancy's The Division collectathon. Like I just they're they're you got to collect have, all like, the dance moves too, huh? And you gotta dance, collect all you the dance collect moves. The dance yeah, moves. <laughs> yeah, you got to learn how to do you know Cupid Shuffle and then unlocked. I think the last thing that they didn't. They put out that well. They have Trackmania, but I have never played it. And I, for some reason, I feel like that's also a collectathon, though. Like I feel like you race and collect more stuff, so it's probably yeah. a collectathon as well. Uh, collectathons are cool when you have time, but like one of Ubisoft's big, biggest issues with their collectathons to me is that they 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 over saturate how much collecting yeah. you want to do. So Assassin's Creed, uh, Valhalla, I like that setting. You know, Vikings Vikings are sick. However, I don't want to play 70 hours of doing the same thing over and over, so I'm just not ever going to finish it. But, uh, well, yeah, you that's just the Ubisoft way. The, you could just do the story stuff, but it's like, why would you, you know, I just, I don't know. It, 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 you do have the option of just, okay, I'm only going to do the story things. Um, and, and you don't have to do all the side stuff. But if it's there, I just, I don't know. I feel compelled, you know. Right. Um, yeah. I feel like that's I have to. where I'm at. Yeah, like I, I, we definitely have to get in there and, and collect some more stuff. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, my game was sick. Uh, I, I, out of out of ten, I would definitely give it a play it now or don't play it at all out of ten. True, true. <laughs> so, yep, yep, yep. So that's that's where we're at right now. You know, if you're not playing it within the next month, I, I feel like by the time that you get to it, one either everything's gonna be figured out or two, there's gonna be games that are just better that are gonna hold your time, so you're not gonna finish it. So yeah. We need, and now we move on. We do need games like that, though, to fill up time. And uh, the reason that we need them is because if you don't, you have to go back a couple years and find some games that you may have missed, which is what I did this uh, past week. So last year, um, I was really starving. I was looking for games to play. Nothing was coming out. I picked up a game called Prey, which was made by the guys that made Dishonored. Um, forget, I think it's Arcane. Uh, they're the people making Deathloop uh, right. in the future that Ooh. everybody's excited for. And Prey was excellent. Prey was so good. It's it's sort of a spiritual successor to a very early, not very early, but an earlier PC game. And uh, it was amazing all the way through. It's sort of, it's got Bioshocky vibes, but the gameplay is so much better. Uh, the story was incredible. Um, it was fascinating. And I'm like, why didn't I play this? And I'm getting similar vibes with this game that I'm playing right now called Control that came out last year. Um, I remember seeing people ranting and raving about it, going crazy. It was made by Remedy, though, and Remedy known for making, I think, Max Payne, Alan Wake, stuff like that, which, like, I like okay, but I'm not, like, super into. I'm like, this is fine. Um, I'm now about three or four hours into control. I think I'm basically at the halfway point. I'm really digging it. Um, it's not that innovative. It like the storytelling is really cool and the way that it, it frames the narrative is really interesting, but the game itself is basically like a like a better Tomb Raider, you know? Um it's like a it, it's just like a third person shooter kind of deal with powers. That's fair. With um, powers, yeah. That's power. Well, I think there's a little more fighting in that game. So, like when you get into some yeah. of those like crazier but like I feel what you're saying. Like it's it's very it's not straying far from what is already kind of known it just kind of puts you in a different setting which is um the setting is cool though like that sci-fi ish you know well somewhat mystery ish setting 
uh, it's pretty cool. It's interesting because the get like the less you know about the game going into it actually helps the narrative because the whole point of the game is this this sense of mystery and mystique and paranormal elements that you're not aware of, and then you step into the game. And I think I don't know if that was a conscious decision by the developers because when I watched the trailers, I was like, "What the hell is this? This is like nothing's happening. Like <laughs> it's 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 just a woman with red hair shooting stuff." But now that I'm playing it, it's basically SCP. If you guys know what that is, SCP mm. is like... Do you know what SCP is? And then like the, the supernatural shit? Yeah, that's all it is. It's like... Yeah. I forget what it stands for, but it's basically like a bunch of fan fiction about like everyday items that have other properties or it's like uh, malevolent like items or, or or monsters or things like that. And this game is basically that. There are like paranormal light switches that teleport you places and like items that'll change shape or whatever. And it's really cool, but it is kind of weird to like see like an area of the internet just put into a game because it feels like you just jacked it. And don't get me wrong, they did it very well and it's done very interesting and, and very intelligently, but it's still like, wait, this is just like, oh, this this phone has no ringer but only talks to one person and has to sit in a room alone okay well i read that scp article like i that exists you know um but i i don't really mind when the execution is this good the story's really been cool um from what i've seen so far i hope it doesn't bungle the ending but uh i'm really liking it and you beat it all the way through right yeah yeah, i beat it i didn't do it go back and do the dlc i think the cool thing is about that game is like the way that they kind of gate you is like perfect for progression like you don't get some of like the, mm-hmm. the busted powers or like the ones that like allow you to just kind of like move to level effortless effortlessly until like v- very close to the end and i'm like that's nice because usually i feel like a lot of games you you get to this point where you're powerful for too long and then it, it can potentially become boring so like if the game is you know 40 hours and mm-hmm. then i'm strong yeah but I'm, I'm like i've unlocked everything by the 20 hour mark now this is 20 hours of me just being a god and i don't you know like that's fun i guess but it, it's just there, there's there's no sense of progression after that outside of me progressing the story and and i never really felt that way with control until until the very end and even then when i got to the very end i was still like dying a couple of times and i was like all right cool so this is you know this game never like lost this luster of difficulty you just kind of got cooler and uh that is always like something that will sell me on a game more is like if i feel like the sense of progression that i'm getting is not going to like hard ramp up like it's not like i'm just coasting and yeah. i learn one ability and now i'm like way up yeah, here yeah, 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 yeah. and i'm like oh, okay well what am i doing so but yeah i just uh it, it was a sick game i i streamed it a lot of people like to watch it uh it was, you know it is what it is though like i like it's one of those games that i felt like i kind of knew that it didn't have this uh level of popularity that was gonna garner a bunch of people watching your stream because it wasn't oh, god you know, no it wasn't talked about a lot, you know. Dude, was- I'm yeah, I I'm I've fully committed to off stream because also the That's game fair. has a lot of reading. Like yes. I'm reading everything that I'm picking up. I'm trying to get immersed and I'm playing the game and I'm like if I put this on right now, I would have like a fifth of my viewers, which is fine. You know, not every game yeah. needs to be streamed. Um but it gives me a chance to sort of like I I've noticed the difference in um and maybe it's just now that I'm like full-time content creator like appreciating a game without the camera on you know what i mean and not feeling like you have to talk all the time and playing a game um like for a stream that needs a certain level of like spectatorship um 
Control is not a game to play like in front of other people or with other people watching, but it's very, very good if you're... Because like, it's just excellently crafted. Like you said, the pacing is just really good. Uh, the powers are really interesting. The progression in the map system is really neat. Uh, it's basically a Metroidvania in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And it actually does it in a way that's really cool because you have to keep going back to old places. It's not just like backtracking. It gives you a reason to go back. The fast travel points are pretty good. The map is annoying. Like It can be a little annoying, yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the map's pissing me off because I'm like in the maintenance section. I don't know. Like I feel like I have to go through certain things. I wish that was a bit clearer, but everything else is really cool. They do really cool with like visual effects. Um the game's excellent, so it's on. I I don't know if the Steam sale is over. If it is, you missed it. It was on sale for like twenty five bucks, twenty bucks. Absolutely I mean, worth every penny. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I hope to beat it. Like I said, I, I'm I'm beating it off stream, or I'm playing it off stream, and I don't want to drop people into the middle of it. Uh, okay, well, it's definitely not on sale anymore, but it's yeah, it's a forty dollar game, so that's not that's. I mean, that's honestly like kind of a steal. <laughs> Like, uh, even without yeah. the, the game, because you're getting the Ultimate Edition for $40, and there's, you know, there was quite a bit, uh, yeah. there was quite a bit to do in this game. Um, Evan so, brings yeah. up that uh, there, there's probably going to be a winter sale in, like, three weeks, which is true. There's probably going to be That's a Christmas fair. thing. And honestly, I don't think this game is that long. Like, I checked how long to beat. It said, like, 10 to 11 hours. I'm trying to do everything, but even that's, like, 15, which I yeah. like. Like, we've talked about on the show, I like shorter games, but, yeah. you know... Uh, temper your expectations. Yeah, you already know what time it is, bro. You give me, you tell me a game is ten hours. I'm in there. Yep. All ten. I'll do. I'll do I, everything. I dig for 10 it. Hours. Yep. Yep. Right? So, because that's because, like you said, the pacing is good. If a game is ten hours, I don't have to worry about slogging through. Like, what game have you ever played that after four hours you've seen everything, and then you're like, all right, I got six more of just this this bullshit to wade through. That doesn't really happen. If it's ten right. hours, all ten hours hit, or the first eight hit, and then the last two kind of suck. So, either way, uh, that game I feel like that's a uh, get it on sale out of ten. You know, like it's it's definitely experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's a nice experience if you're into that type of game. You're into the SCP. You're into uh, the third person action adventure type genre uh, with a little dark edge to it. Uh, then yeah, that's definitely the, that's definitely how I would recommend Control. So you know what? Uh, I think it's a you buy this game when you uh get a new graphics card like if you're getting a 3080 or something play Mm -hmm. it after that because this game looks beautiful Mm -hmm. game looks nice so i would highly recommend that but you know it other it's good but i probably wouldn't like it as much if i wasn't on a 2080 because it's it's just it's nice that's fair 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over Businesses across the globe are challenged to be the most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, 
making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. It's their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Well, uh, as we talk to our, about our third topic, it's going to be uh, gaming in 2020, or just, you know, games in review. Uh, 2020 was an obviously interesting year for gaming, uh, not only, you know, because of COVID and stuff, but just, like, in general, some of the games that came out or some of the games that got heat, uh, or, like, not heat in a good way. So some of the games that got, like, that, you know, oh, this game's sick. Uh, were games that have actually been out for quite some time, yeah. but uh, were in early access. So Hades is now fully released, uh, September 17, 2020. Has an aggregate so- score of 92 out of 100. And that is a indie game. And it- Hades has been around since like 2017. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's been in development. You could have played it. You could have got it earlier or whatever, whatever. But now that it's fully released, it seems like a lot of people got into it. I, I included I played like uh, an hour or two before it was fully released. And I was like, man, this game is super sick. But I want to wait till it's fully released, and then when yes. it's fully released, like we, you know, jump jammed in there. But I just went to, you know, I went to uh, Wiki and to see what the critically acclaimed games of 2020 were, and uh, here are the here's the list. This is what they got. We got Persona 5 Royale, Factorio, Hades, Ori, The Will of the Wisp, Last of Us Part Two, Half Life, Alex, Hades again somehow, <laughs> uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, huh? D- Pog, D- Demon Souls. Spelunky 2, Crusader Kings 3, Dragon Quest, I think that's 11, uh, F1 2020, Animal Crossing, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. So uh, those were those were the games that got higher scores of uh, higher than 90. Uh, and I mean, that's a decent, you know, decent list. I don't think I've played like, I don't, I haven't played any of these games though, except for maybe Hades. No, so, the, so this year I made a big list of, um, I made a big list of like everything that I played this year, which includes like games I I I that came out before that I just played, or games that you know have been out for a long time. Um, this year had a lot of like base hits, but not many like blow away titles. Like right, Bug Snacks is a solid like double. You're getting to second base on that. Is it better than that? Probably not, but it's good. Pikmin Three is very good, but it's very niche. And uh, it's a re-release, so what the hell. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake was good, but it's like a fifth of a game, you know? Because you don't... It's... it's it's You never get away from that episodic feeling. Um, I think that that's... 
sort of that was the cadence of the year is like we got a lot of good hits but very few like out of the park home runs and i feel like hades was one of them which is why mm. everybody loves it so much hmm. yeah i think i mean we've talked about hades extensively on this podcast we yeah, love yeah, it yeah. it you know the the heat system was cool for a bit but like now once you get to you know, once you do get to like your your fifteenth heat, you're like, damn, dude. You get your just... money's worth, but that's yeah, you get your money's worth though. Like it's it's not you know it's not a sixty dollar game, uh, but it feel it plays like one for sure. Um, so that's good. Uh, you know, I want to ask the chat too. Like, what game did y'all have? Um, you know that that for this year that made you a hype. Like, what game were y'all gaming on this year that you were hyped that came out? Did Kingdom Hearts come out this year? Or was that last year? Kingdom Hearts three, I think it was last year. Yeah. Dude, it's okay. hard to know, right? I was putting together yeah. my list, and I was like, I can't remember anything before March. Oh, yeah, it was, tw- it was January 25th, 2019. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doom Eternal still has my uh, hype game of the year. Doom, I didn't play Doom Eternal, but it, 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 I see a lot of people play it, and it did look fun, so big shout-outs to them. Yeah, Doom Eternal was uh, probably my favorite game of the year because, and I talked about this before, for me, Super Giant makes very sort of simple gameplay loops that they perfect and make really good and the presentation around them is is amazing but it's all just icing and the cake itself is like good but it's not amazing doom eternal was like the cake was so moist it was the best cake i've ever eaten and i could have played it forever uh so doom eternal for me was game of the year but i get why people would say hades um but i think those two blow everything out of the water i did not play ghost of tsushima i will I will very soon because now I've got a PS5 and I need games Ooh. to play on it because there are no PS5 games. So I will play that, it soon. That's fair. That's exactly why I got uh, Phoenix Rising on PS5. I was like, I got to have a reason to turn this thing on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Plus, I, it, it might actually be stronger than my PC as far as uh, graphics. So I'm, still, I'm still on t- uh, 1080 Ti until I find that 3080. Wait, do you have uh, do you have Godfall on PS5? Yes. Let's, let's talk after. I thought you didn't want to play that. Someone got a bounty. <laughs> let me check my let me money, check my money, screen. money. Oh, we're gonna make it, baby. I gotta install it so it wouldn't be tonight anyway. But no, no, I just. But <laughs> I, th- I don't think I think you don't get multiplayer right from the jump anyway. So oh, really? You, okay. You might have to play a little something, something before we can. I'll play, play it for an hour. So. Yeah. Up oh, stream Godfall for an hour. Hold on. Oh, let's go. Throw <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> just hit the hold on let me grab my glasses gotta hit the for how much like <laughs> it actually so, wasn't as much as uh as, as some of the other ones but i will yeah. play it it'll be fun it'll be fun yeah it's not it's not a lot but like i mean it's i have the game already so yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean why like not? why not it'll be fun um uh all right so i see i see ghost of shima best assassin's creed feel that king heart threes was solid uh I would forget it at GameStop <laughs> out of 10. I like it. Yeah. Among Us came out actually in 2018, I'm pretty sure. But it definitely caught its popularity here uh, this sure. year. Fall Guys came out this year, uh, right? But Yeah, Fall Guys was in my top five, but it's like it's number four because I really did love it and it had so much potential. And then like the bag was fumbled, man. You got yeah. you got a 31-year-old social media manager typing stuff. Big Chungus Bingus Bringus Bungus Bungle <laughs> Big Dongle Wungle Swampus Flampus And I'm like what the f- Stop dude Wingle Bingle Bingus Lingle oh, Dingus I, people, just, I, I, Honestly I just don't think people know how to cop- capitalize on hype Especially this year because like this year 
because of how crazy everything was with you know like within the outside of gaming world and news like you know with with celebrity deaths with covid with yeah. with keeping up with the president the news cycle changed like every day mm-hmm. so you, if you got popular you had to run with that stuff that day and hope that you can replicate that you know oh, it's for hard. a couple of weeks and so but that guy whoever that guy was was not doing a good job of replicating anything so the, just, don't get me wrong i i feel for them because yes. like like honestly it it's got to be really hard to get into that because like they didn't expect it to pop off but as soon as they saw it popping off they should have hired teams of people you know what i mean spent millions on like okay let's keep this train rolling and try to go the fortnite route or they just wanted to cash out which they did they're like all right we made a cool game we got a big pop-off maybe we'll get a pop-off in a couple years like among us but for right now we made our money i think they're about to go to season three which has like it's like snow themed ice themed I uh, maybe I'll go back into it. It does feel like a game that you could like pop back into every few months and be like, what's mm. it, what's new in here? I would like that. I think that'd be fun. Um, but a game that'll keep people playing it. I don't think so. Well, wait, see, is there I'm one new like, map for the next season? There's one new. Oh my God. The, now I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm interested in knowing. So like the one thing that I've, I've thought about since we've been talking about it, like I see among us in the chat and stuff. Uh, how come like these other among us type games aren't popping off? You know, like you have a, uh, you have your unfortunate spaceman, which is a which is a free version of Among Us, pretty much, and then you have uh, Project Winter, and I haven't gotten a chance to play either one of those yet. But it's just inter- interesting to me that like those two games mm-hmm. kind of like are capturing they're, they're they're trying to capture that you know Among Us audience, but not doing any type of they're, work toward that. I think they're too complicated. Yeah, I think uh, I think unfortunate spaceman. I really want to play, and I want to get us all together so we can try it. But uh-huh. like, it's really hard to get ten friends together for Among Us to begin with. But it's so much mm-hmm. easier if you're just like, hey, just download this game, or like get it on your phone. It's so easy. Meanwhile, sure. unfortunate spaceman. Everybody has to like. It was sort of the same problem with phasmophobia, but on a on a smaller scale. Where it's like, I wanted to play phasmophobia with people, but. They had to do the tutorial. They had to learn how it worked. They had to do, like, there's a lot of steps. And I feel like Unfortunate Spaceman, I don't know how it functions, but when I look at it, like, it's sort of like Deceit. Like, Deceit was really fun, but you have to, like, know the rules of the game. And Among Us, like, breaks it down to its basest elements. It's just like, play this simple WarioWare minigame and accuse your friends of killing people. That's all. Yeah, and a lot of I mean, it is I just guess. Twitch like tastemakers and influencers because like that's fair too. If uh, if if Soda Pop and played Unfortunate Spaceman first, it probably would have popped off. Yeah, that's so all. I don't know, but I, I, th- there is something about the simplicity of of uh, Among Us that definitely helps. I mean, like I played Among Us with y'all for the first time, and I pretty much caught got on yeah. and caught it within the hour. Like yeah. I don't know if Unfortunate Spaceman and Project Winter had that same pool. I've seen some people play. I've watched a decent amount of Project Winter. It does look kind of fun, but there's still something missing about it that makes like i don't know it, it could be also the art style like among us just looks silly you know yeah and so it's inviting it helps yeah it's inviting it's like oh you know like low like no i won't say low res graphics but you know like they're just ha- almost hand-drawn graphics uh and it's just you know simple stuff uh stuff to follow so yeah either way though uh 2020 just overall i think i think that it, it wasn't a bad year for gaming for sure it wasn't like the greatest year but I think that just overall, because of the fact that uh, we have been dealing with, you know, 
being in the house so much, it made this year of gaming looked at a little more critically because like a lot of people have nothing to do but play games now. So, you know, yep. hopefully you got some heat uh, this winter or or not this winter, but this uh, year. But if you, if you did it, then uh, that's a rip, you know? Yep. Yep. So 2020 was uh, not bad. Not as not not as bad as past years for sure. Um, a lot of pretty good stuff. I I do think Last of Us Two might take the Game Awards, which is a travesty because it wasn't bad. But come on, come on, bro. All right, uh, we're gonna open it up now to the chat. If you guys have any questions, hit us up. Uh, also, we have Twitter. Did we get anything on Twitter? Any questions? Oh, I didn't say anything on Twitter today. I just I, oh, I've been okay. keeping it to the chat. So sure, hey, if sure. you guys have any, yeah, if you got anything you want to talk about in the chat. Just hit us with your gaming opinion. Hit us with your gaming question. We always, uh, you know, we'll always look at the chat. And hang yeah, Tizia so, says, uh, Tizia says worst year for releases since 2016, and that might be true. I'm like 2017 was insane because that was the year with Hollow Knight, Cuphead, um, Odyssey, I think. Like tw- Arms. Oh, oh geez. I gotta look. 2016 uh, best releases. Yeah, 20- no, 2017 was definitely super nice. I mean, like, 2017 just came right. out. Like, yeah, it's just it was uh, best. Game. 20 oh 2018 was good too you had celeste god of war red dead uh spider-man and smash uh 2019 yeah 20 no 2019 was good 2019 was good yeah so that does and then 2019 or no 2018 was good 2019 didn't really pop you had sekiro re2 control devil may cry if you're into that Okay, now you're, you're you're pretty spot on. 2016 kind of sucked. They had this this top list has uh, yeah. Dark Souls, Dishonored, Overwatch, Uncharted 4, Titanfall 2, Doom, uh, Deus Ex, Mankind. Come on, bro! Like Final Fantasy 15. Like I mean, that was a cool game, but yeah, just I don't know. This isn't. Yeah, this this was pretty a weak year. All yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 2016. I remember Doom being my game of the year because I was like, I don't know. I guess. Um, yeah. It just. 2016 sucked so 2020 again i don't want to be too mean about it because it had a lot of hit like like last of us 2 even if it doesn't like go crazy it still hits like you know what you're getting into with that game it's a naughty dog game it plays like a naughty dog game it's it's just naughty dog games are kind of boring now we're kind of at a different point people don't like that now final fantasy came out november 29 2016 i remember because i was on front page for that uh too and all these people came back like, yo, bro, what's your favorite Final Fantasy, though? And I was like, this one, because I don't play the numbers. Like, I, just, <laughs> I don't. I never played any of the other numbers. So uh, I see a lot of people talking about Cyberpunk again. I mean, we've talked about Cyberpunk a lot. I, you know, I I don't have high hopes for Cyberpunk anymore. I, I didn't not. really have high hopes before because I forgot how long uh, that game has been talked about. I thought it was like a four-year thing, but no, 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 no. It's been, it's been quite some time. And um, I'm not... You know, I, I don't know what they what they're doing with this extra time outside of you know making it so accessible to multiple systems, but even with that, with all the hype that's surrounding Cyberpunk, I just don't think they'll ever be. They will not be able to live up to that hype. Like it doesn't matter what they get in this game. Like this game has to come with like a stimulus check. Like that's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay you to play this game is for how the, the level of hype. <laughs> that <laughs> that this game is right now so yeah i don't i don't know man i'm not looking forward to it i but if that's not true i'm very much looking forward to it but i'm not looking forward to that feeling as i'm like three hours in 
Have you ever played a game and you're like three hours in and you're like, oh man. <laughs> you're like, oh geez, do I want to keep going? That happens oh, to me sometimes at games. And like sometimes I make the decision. Happened to me with Maneater. I got a few hours in, I'm like, yeah, all right, all right, I'll keep mashing R2. Um, I, think, I think, yeah, I think it's when you figure out the play loop very quickly. Yes, like, yep, yep, yep. Like, I, and you, it, it, you, you kind of feel that, like, all right, man, I can already tell, like, I don't really know what they would introduce after this that's going to change the play loop, but it's not going to be enough. Like, dude, that and always happens. was definitely that. That dude, was, yeah, that yeah, was that, yeah. That happened to me. I played Carrion, uh, the the mm -hmm. Devolver game about like the big monster, and like you get an idea of the game loop, and you're like, okay, so it's either charge the enemy. Or they have a shield and you figure out a puzzle to get behind them. And mm -hmm. then after like two hours, I'm like, all right, so that's it. That's, that's the game. Got it. And then I just, I, and, and it's like, what else could you show me? If you had something else, you would have shown it by now. I hate that feeling. And I feel like I'm going to get that with Cyberpunk. And, and it's going to try to be okay because of like the voice acting and the story and the presentation. But I... I don't know. Maybe in a week we'll we'll eat our words. I think it comes out on the ninth, so a week from tomorrow or the tenth. But we'll see. Are you gonna play it? Oh hell yeah! I'm playing the hell out of it. Have you uh, have you got uh? I'm, I was looking for a key for it, but I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. Like that's. I just straight bought it. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll support the debt. I don't get keys like that because I'm I'm not connected. Uh, so I just bought the game. I'll play it. I'm I'll probably you know, uh, call out of work at Panta, uh, just to play it all day, just so I can, like, absorb it. But I'm, uh, I'm not optimistic, let's say that. Yeah, I think, I think that game, it set itself up to have people being ready to be super set skeptical. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that's gonna be super skeptical. I have another bounty for Legend of Runeterra 2 for more money than the Godfall 1, and I'm really upset. I don't wanna play, I'm not going to play Legend of Runeterra, like. I did that bounty, and I hate card games. I have no idea what's going on. I was miserable. But I have it too. Uh, I'm not gonna do it, but. I yep. mean, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a nice looking payday, but just... Thanks, right? Yeah, I'm good, so. Anyway, man, that's gonna be it for the show. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Y'all Gaming. We uh, do this every Tuesday. We talk about games. Next, I think if it's coming, it's not coming out next week. Uh, well, if it is coming out next week, it's going to be right after, right? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is on, it said either, on Steam it says the 9th, but I think the release date says the 10th. So I don't know if okay. that's like a preload or what. I don't know why it would come out on a Thursday. I don't know if it's because they're in, like, where they're Polish, right? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Huh. Well, you better come with that heat. Anyway, that's all. I, I know it's <laughs> cold up there in Poland, but you better come with that heat. Uh, I'm gonna go back to play. I'm actually gonna get back on stream and play some more Phoenix Rising. So if you guys want to hang Let's out, I'll be it. there in about 30 minutes. Uh, well, maybe 30, probably like right after this. Uh, oh, Street Race Four was good. Forgot about that. Definitely. It was good. And then, they, and now they got, now they got a. Um, I think they have like a, you know, like a fight mode where you can fight against. Them. And I wanted to do that. I haven't done it yet, but like, I want to do that because there were some pretty cool combos. There were like infinites later. though. Like Adam yeah. had infinites, yeah. bro. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an Adam Main, so I get those. Like, yeah, you on. you're you're about to be on that. Just jump kick all day. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, always as always, you know, this will go on to Apple Podcasts, go on Spotify, and the Prediction YouTube. Then I will like put out. So if you guys missed anything, you can go back and watch it. Um, keep on gaming uh, and tell us what y'all been gaming on next week. Be safe, wear a mask, uh, and have a good night. 
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.